1: Jackson, Smith, and Jigba needs hand surgery. We're going to break it all down. The ramifications to this, the potential freakouts that are going to ensue everywhere, and what that means for you, the fantasy owner that could maybe buy low on JSN right now. What do we expect out of JSN anyway in week number one and week number two? This isn't necessarily a good thing. But there's always a buying opportunity and a freakout session that occurs when a player slumps in week one, week two, week three. Sometimes the best fantasy football time period, in my opinion, is the buy low, sell high period. Where you could scoop up a player that people are freaking out about that, that slumps in week one. Maybe JSN was going to go out and have 30, 40 yards anyway. And, and not be utilized as much in three wide receiver sets as Pete Carroll decides to roll out more and more three wide receiver sets because he doesn't traditionally do that. So JSN might be a buy low, but let's talk about his potential surgery here or the surgery that's going to happen and what the potential value impact is. The fantasy football show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com
2: studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show.
1: Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So, JSN's having surgery. Let's read the uh, tweet from Adam Schefter just so we can get the facts on the table and then go through the uh, opinion aspect of this. Seahawks' first-round pick, Jackson Smith and Jigba, is undergoing wrist surgery today in Philadelphia, but still could have a chance to be ready for the start of the regular season, per sources. Surgery will determine how long he will miss. He hurt his wrist Saturday night versus Dallas. Reportedly on that touchdown, uh, that potential touchdown grab that he had where he got caught about the the two or three yard line. And apparently he hurt his wrist right there. We haven't heard anything about this. This came out of nowhere today. They kept this under wraps real nice and tight and snug. Um, there's a couple ways to look at this, guys. Number one, as Adam Schefter just told you, we won't know the extent of his missed time or his recovery or what's going on until after surgery today. And who knows if we're going to even get word anytime in the next like 24 hours. We may. We may not. We may get something vague. We may hear something that's like, oh, we'll see what happens or whatever. Pete Carroll doesn't necessarily tell us everything. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But there's a couple things that we need to hammer home. Number one, running game. Number one, this is good for the rushing attack. They'll probably lean on that rushing attack as much as any time... Uh, they've ever leaned on down before. Like this is a time where maybe Kenneth Walker gets on his horse and has a monster start to the season. Now so that's good. That's that's one positive. The other positive is how attractive Jackson Smith and Jigba is in terms of buy low value right now in your fantasy football league that's already that's already drafted. In drafts where you haven't drafted, he's gonna get kicked down at least for the next like couple hours. <laughs> you know, get on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. And draft now before, you know, the surgery ends. But it's honestly, I think that that most people hit that promo code SMITTY. I'm going to drop the link in the live chat now. Uh, Just click that link. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. And we'll be drafting tonight on Underdog. So make sure you're ready and signed up. But in a league where you've already drafted, go buy low. Go buy low. I have no concerns about JSN on the year. And not to mention... Keep in mind he's not on the moon man list. He's on the mid-season monster list, which is right here. And so JSN being a midseason monster, that tells you a few things. Number one, number one, uh, this is a guy that will be playing at Moonman capability and level. Uh, that's what Mars mid-season monsters means. That these are moon men, that they may not be moon men in week one anyway. I mean Brees Hall could be, but they may not be, and therefore, and, and so could Flowers, he could be, but mid season is where these guys are firing on all cylinders. So from one perspective, you could say if anybody's freaking out on JSN right now, what were they what were they truly expecting week one? I wanted him to blow up in week one. I wanted him to, and I think he could have potentially. But it's like you're buying him right now, what a round or two, maybe later. Than his current ADP. And to me, this is a wide receiver three gold mine. Wide receiver three gold mine by not even midseason, by week two, three, four. Wide receiver gold mine. This guy can win you leagues as your wide receiver three. And I think that people have such a tendency to have the biggest knee jerk reaction to something. And I'm a guy that avoids injury. I'm a guy that avoids injury, older players. I I try to avoid as many pitfalls as I can, and I'm not concerned about this. He could be ready for week one, but he's definitely going to be ready for the time of the year where he's going to go out and explode anyway. So my advice in general right now is to go buy this man on the low in existing leagues that have already drafted. I don't think you're going to get a discount in Dynasty. I don't think anybody cares about one game in Dynasty long term. You never know. You could always poke around. But in existing redraft, he will be cheaper than he was People have the the tendency to literally be like, you're not helping me week one, I've got to get rid of you. Smitty, does this mean JSN's not going to have a good season, that he might miss week one? This is a guy that will win you leagues as your wide receiver three. And if you haven't drafted already, I'm telling you, wait around, don't draft him at his current ADP, wait around, let this guy be your wide receiver four. If you if you get so lucky, or you early build on running back, quarterback, tight end, and you late wide receiver three shop and you get this guy in the what seventh round right now. I don't know where he's gonna fall. It's really hard to determine how how knee-jerk reaction, you know, ish everybody's gonna be. But I certainly believe he will fall at least one full round as of this moment pending some sort of amazing update he's ready for week one even then I think people will have a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction look at Joe Burrow nobody had an indication that Joe Burrow wasn't going to play week one the fear of it made him drop from round four five to like six sometimes seven so if anybody thinks this guy's not dropping at least one round on fear he's dropping one round on fear and I'm drafting him all day long This sways me zero. It only makes me want to get in the JSN game more because his cost of entry has changed. Think about it from the different perspective, guys. If there's anything I teach you is to look at things from a different lens and say to yourself, okay, hey, uh, Zach Charbonnet is now in Seattle. This is actually a good thing. Now you can cuff the two monsters together because Charbonnet and Walker are more powerful than just one of them. And you now get to get Walker in round 4-5. Walker 4-5. Charbonnet cuffed to him in round 10-11. Championship. Top 15 running back or top 15 overall player? Yes. Could Walker be a top 10 overall player? Yes. Could JSN be a top 12-15 to overall wide receiver by midseason? Survey says yes. Survey absolutely says yes, and if anybody wants to debate JSN's value, I'm all for it. The phone lines will be open in a second, but JSN is a talent. This is a man that was embedded in a crowded wide receiver room in college with Uh, Lave and Garrett Wilson and those guys were no slumps uh, 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 at that point or slums at that point these were all three monsters guess who floated on top this guy had the best season of the three of them had one of the best college football wide receiver seasons in the history of college football and so anybody worried about Lockett old man Lockett and DK holding this man back I don't think so. Not to mention the slot wide receiver position, if that's what he's going to play, and if he's going to come in on third wide receiver sets, that is the most efficient way to play wide receiver at the NFL level these days. I don't know if anybody's noticed a man named Cooper Cup for the last couple of years. And and yeah, granted, your boys told you he's a little bit of a risk this year, 30 years old. Um, but the slot wide receiver position, CeeDee Lamb's been dominating the slot wide receiver position anytime he gets in that uh, in that role. Why are we not looking at this saying, hey, JSN dominates college wide receiver crowded rooms. Now he goes to a potential crowded room. Yeah, yeah, but Lockett's an old man. Lockett's an old man. I'm not buying Lockett this year. I'm buying JSN. I don't think Lockett's outscoring JSN. Maybe weeks one, two, three, four, five. Sure. But by midseason, this guy will be a midseason monster. And I want every share I can get my hands on. And this news, this news right here drives me. I'm not saying, I'm not saying uh, that that JSN. It, it, not saying I'm glad he's hurt. I'm not saying that at all. I hate injury. I never wish injury upon anybody. But this is better news in terms of fantasy value. If you want to look at it that way, that's the only thing I can tell you. Uh, it, it's it's very very solid. Gene uh, uh, says, "I love JSN." and his potential, but for JSN to reach those levels uh, unless injury occurs. I disagree. I think he could overtake Lockett. I think he can be an absolute monster on, 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 in third uh, three wide receiver sets. I think Pete Carroll, even though he hasn't really been a three wide receiver set in his history, there's a reason he drafted him. Pete Carroll is a mastermind, and he's got a, a plan in place to get this guy the football. And he's a playmaker. He's an efficient playmaker. But I have to say that, Gene, I'm super glad, and no offense to to this take, um, or no offense to what I'm about to say to your take, I'm very, very happy there are a lot of people that feel this way. And I think that there are so many people that already kind of feel this way. They worry about the congestion there in the wide receiver room and Gino and, and Pete Carroll being a run-heavy guy, that they have a, a tendency to like hold back anyway, and now this JSN injury news is going to make you run, which is no offense, Gene, but I love it. I love it, and I'm hoping you tell everybody, and I appreciate you, by the way. Just wanted you to know that. I do appreciate you, my guy. Uh, Spacula says, you need first pick or have to trade half of your team for him, so not even worth discussing it, really. Are we talking about JSN? What are we talking about there? In Dynasty, his value is kind of uh, you know, different across different leagues depending on the mentalities and the people you draft with. Matt dropping a super chat, five dollar hauler. I traded, I trade CMC, Kareem Hunt, Chicokonquo for Bijan, Gabe Davis, and Tyler Algier. Uh, I think you absolutely crushed it. Number one, Matt. I think you got him. Got him. Some might like Christian McCaffrey more, and that's okay. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Let us scoop up Bijan. We're fine with it. Uh, let's see what else the, the comments are saying here. it's talking about Jefferson. Oh, okay. So you're going to draft what Smitty drafts, says Kuba. I don't know what that's referring to. DK and Lockett values go up, says Jeff. And I hope that Lockett's value goes up to the point where he, he just, he, he bumps JSN down so much. So, that that's good. This is great news. It's great news if you believe in and love JSN. Bottom line. Bottom line. Um, what's what's Kuba saying? Let's see what Kuba's saying here. Kuba, what are you doing? What are you doing, Kuba? What is Kuba? No one was drafting him anyways, JSN. <laughs> Come on, Kuba. Kuba. Come on. Kuba uh, Tr- says, Travis, No, not a clue about fantasy football. Why you got to come in here and be a negative presence, Kuba? What are you doing? Keep believing and following people's channels. How about this, Kuba? How about this? If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. There you go. I mean, that's, that's as simple as it is. I mean, I, I don't understand why you would want to come into a channel that you enjoy watching. Like, if you enjoy watching this channel, I imagine you're here. Why would you be here? If you don't like this channel, if you think this is following a channel is, is a bad look, like, why are you watching? Why are you here during a breaking news show? And if, you know, if you liked it here and you're just kind of being a little rough around the edges, why, why would you? why would you want to throw away an opportunity to stay in a community and just come in and just cause trouble and call people names, call moderators names, and ruin your chance to, to, to stay. Like, I don't understand why you would even do that, Kuba, from either angle. It doesn't make sense at all. But, uh, uh you know, I did appreciate you. And I felt like Kuba, I'm not sure if Kuba was, how long Kuba's been here. But anyway, um, that's that. That's that. All right, hey, let's, uh, let's open the phone lines up and let's discuss this. Thank you, Matt, for the super chat. You are the man. Phone lines will be open. Let's go ahead and open the phone lines up. Dial into the show. Let's go.
3: Call into the show. Call call, call into the show.
1: Brought to you by... uh, By the way, the phone lines are brought to you by uh, DW and... um, Oh, I didn't mean to hit that button, but that's a beautiful button right there. Best four picks in fantasy football. Go watch each one of these videos. Go to my YouTube, the homepage of the YouTube channel, and on a certain row... About midway down, you'll see all four of these videos isolated. But the phone line's right here. Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. Brought to you by Russian Collusion. The phone line brought to you by Russian Collusion. Uh, DD and TMT, appreciate you all. Uh, Okay, so, um, Travis, what's what's your take on this? And, you know... If you have a differing opinion, that's okay too. I, I don't want people to think that they can't. Unlike Kuba, like that guy, Kuba thought this is a place where people can have differing opinions, and no one has to agree with what the show says. It's all about respect. People being respectful. Um, but what is your what's your take on JSN? Again, my take very simply is that I love him in in fantasy football 2023. I never expected him to be a world star in week one, although I was hopeful of it so this doesn't change anything for me this only lowers his value bakes him more risk he'll be fine there's a shot he's ready for week one anyway and the knee-jerking uh jerry's out there are gonna just make him i think a round or a round and a half maybe more cheaper on draft day coming up and also via trade what do you think of travis
3: um well first of all i wanted cuba to just call in. Well, I, you know, he was saying no one drafted or whatever, and that's right. He, a bunch of people said call in and yeah, you know, but, let your voice be heard. But yeah, but his ta- his take know, to say no
1: one him, so. was drafting him anyway. There's nothing to say there anyway. That's not even a take. That's not even yeah. that, that's just. Jewish. So uh, anyways, anyway,
3: um, I don't know if it'll be to this extent, but it, you know, it's earlier, a little earlier in the season. It's because of an injury and stuff. But it's almost kind of like the Kenneth Walker thing last year. Kind of ironic, to the same team, but. Like, everyone just assumed, you know, Penny's the guy, he's gonna be the guy. Walker's not gonna get in. And, you know, like you said, and a lot of people agreed with you, you know, just give it a few weeks, give it some time. And, I mean, obviously, because Penny gets hurt all the time. That's a different situation. But, you know, like you said, it doesn't sound like this is a big thing. It almost seems like they went in to clean something up or, you know, just a, a quick procedure. So, even if you missed a few weeks, He's played in the preseason, knows the playbook. He's already worked with Gino, So I, I don't think there's much to worry about unless we get more news. There's something more serious, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm not worried about it Oh Hold on, we got a $20 hauler. Alert. Super chat
3: alert. $20 Super Chat. $20 Super Chat.
1: Alert. Super chat alert! Thank you, my guy. Red. Red says Lamar Jackson is this, your, this is your lineup. Lamar Jackson, Gibbs, Javante Williams, Lamb, Alave, Kelsey, Christian Watson. Absolute gonna terrorize your league. Steelers. Tucker. Your bench is uh, Pittman Penny. Bench is a little light, but that's okay because you went crazy and beefed up that lineup tremendously. I really do like the fact that Javante's your weakest link on this team, and he's got the potential to be a top-ten running back, as everybody doubts him and, and thinks he's going to just have a slow recovery, because you never drop players that come off an ACL tear. That's what everybody brainwashes everybody into thinking. Not that it's not potentially the case in a lot of cases. It's all about readiness and preparedness, and Javante is miles ahead uh, of of players that sometimes are two years to recover from an ACL tear. He's just in a weird, weird, uh, like, fast-track miracle state recovery. Um, love your team. Kelsey, Lamar, Gibbs, Javante, Lamb, solid team, Olave. Uh, uh, Ethan, what's up, my guy? You're live.
4: Oh, I wanted to... Oh, uh, Smitty, I wanted to ask, uh, so where's... is Lockett... Uh, a value this year or should i stay away like i should have stayed away from feeling last year you know with the age uh wondered what she thought about that with jsn playing there
1: i mean i i'm not going i'm selling locket off this news i'm not buying him he's older jsn's the the new guard the the old guards getting changed out by the new guard I'm not saying there's not a world where Lockett's valuable. I'm not saying there's a world where Lockett has to get injured. I'm just saying he's an older player that I think is is getting I think overdrafted anyway, and this news is going to increase his value. Now, granted, in week one, Lockett could have 100 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not expecting him to vanish right away. I think Lockett might even be a guy. Like mark my words right here. I don't. I, I want everyone to understand what I'm saying. Because if he goes out and has 110 yards and a touchdown, someone's gonna think they're telling me and schooling me on it. I wouldn't trade him even right now. I mean, I would, I would toy around with it. I would, I would definitely push for it if you could get a big deal done. But I wouldn't necessarily force it right now because if Lockett does get, a, has a big week one, week two, let's say JSM misses one or two weeks, that's when I would sell Lockett or I'd sell him off of a big week one. Because buy low, sell high. Season's the funnest season of them all. Like walking out of week one, walking into week two, walking into the week three. There's a player two still slumping from weeks one and two, entering week three, by them low. What if St. Brown has 40 yards on two catches in week one? You know, what if he has a, a, an overthrown play or his foot's on the line and he has a touchdown call back or something, and, and St. Brown has 40 yards and two catches, no touchdowns. Guess who the number one wide receiver is going to be on our buy, buy low list in week two, entering week two? st brown you know like that's that's the nature of knee-jerk reacting and it, it gets really 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 bad like uh, uh, even from our own community we're also locked tight on something we're also, you know lockstep on a on a, a stance literally coming out of week one we'll have a big divide 20% of you are going to break off and go oh you can't believe it I can't believe Bichon had 65 yards. We're out. We're out. I'm out, Smitty. I don't know what I can, I can take this. It's good. We're going to have 20% break off. It's going to be disappointing, uh, but it'll also be fun. And if 20% of our community breaks off on a big prediction coming off of week one, imagine what the masses are doing. So it's all just reading the tea leaves. But Lockett, I, I would sell him high if you could. If you can't sell him sky high, bro, you wait, you let him have a good week or two, and then you sell him. He's older, the likelihood of injury goes up every single game he plays, and JSN's a better player than than Lockett. He's a better player. He might be the best player, the best wide receiver in that wide receiver room the moment he steps on the field in week one or two or three or four. I, I think there's an expectation that he is potentially not given as many targets because he might not be on the field if they don't throw a lot of three wide receiver sets out there. And traditionally, this has not been a three wide receiver set system. But I think that that, that fear that people have about that is going to be alleviated by this man, Pete Carroll, who made it a point to draft JSN. He drafted JSN for a reason. And Pete Carroll knows what he's doing. And he's a, he's a mastermind. So if anybody thinks he doesn't have a plan like the A team does, every time they go into a situation, they better get ready because Pete Carroll's getting a cigar out, and there's always a plan. And I think JSN is gonna have a huge year. So lock it, sell him high, wait, wait till week one or two. But I'm not buying him under any any circumstances because I think at some point it's the JSN show.
4: All right, uh, sounds good. Um, did you see, I didn't see the mechanism of injury for McLaurin. Like, how bad was he limping? Uh, it
1: was bad. With the... It was, oh. bad. Uh, it was bad. It was sounds... bad. I don't know that he broke anything. We're still waiting. I I, I imagine it's just a, a pretty bad ankle sprain. We're still, you know, waiting on some things. But but McLaurin grimaced really bad. He took his, I think he took his gloves off or he had something, a towel or gloves, and literally just threw them into the ground. Usually, when a player throws their helmet or throws their gloves or throws something into the ground, there's a couple things going on usually. Number one, they injured themselves bad enough to where they're smart enough, they know their own body, and they, they know something's potentially like, you know, going to be a, a nuisance to them. We've seen it before where somebody's done it and then they were fine the next week. So I'm not saying we can draw too many conclusions. We've seen a lot of different examples of it. But for the most part, when you do have that sort of frustration, it's kind of similar to when a player's on the cart and the towel's over their head, it's usually a sign their season's done. Like there's there's something that's so bad that they know about their own body that they're literally like covering themselves and they're surrendering essentially to the to the moment that much that you know something horrible happened. So the same thing with with uh, McLaurin, but the only thing that would make me say that okay. Maybe he's just frustrated over a small piece of it. Like maybe his ankle was bothering him all day and he went out and re-injured it. And he's just so mad that he re-injured it. He threw his gloves down and he was upset. He did walk off. It wasn't like he was carted. Um, so, oh, and, the, and the, yeah, there, is the ter- Did the, was it confirmed turf toe? That's right. It was confirmed turf toe. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Thank you for reminding me on that. I got my mind all over the place. Yeah, it was conf- confirmed turf toe, wasn't it? But he did have an ankle injury as well. There, there. He definitely yeah, had I, his I ankle twisted up. I
4: Judge the grade of the injury because you yeah. know we've seen Saquon Barkley. They're saying oh a few weeks when I was like no that thing was a softball. There's no way he's coming back. Yeah, let me, let me let me let me do let me do a
1: little good. digging on this because I don't think it's just the turf toe. It can't be. Um, yeah, that's why I,
4: I like to watch the mechanism of injury. It really tells us, you know, like I think. Uh, with Clyde yeah, that one me, year. Let me look he into said, it oh, real quick. Hold on. a few week MCL and then it was, you know, a month.
1: There's there's no report of an ankle uh, injury with it, but there's got to be the way that his ankle was bent. But okay, so turf toe, um, no structural damage to his toe, did not return to the game. I mean, that's the best case scenario. That's the best case scenario, I suppose. That the, the X-ray showed no further damage, but turf toe can be nasty. The, 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 so my 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 guess would be based on his reaction of throwing the towel on the ground. He's been struggling with it, whether it's been under wraps or not. He's been struggling with the turf toe for a while, and and this sort of like just got reignited. Because I, I don't think you, like let's say you let's say you damage or you hurt your toe initially. Your first reaction is not going to be like, why? You know, it was almost as if it's like not again. Like he threw his gloves down or whatever it was. He was frustrated that it was like returning of some you know some kind of like like when i tore my calf for example i keep tearing my calf i'll go out and run and as i'm running i'll tear it as soon as i tear it i'll literally like whatever i'm holding if i've got something i'll just throw it down on the ground and i'll be like son of a bitch like how is this happening again you know like that's that's the reaction he had so that so it concerns me a little bit it concerns me that we're we're yeah, talking about like man. we're talking about a guy that looked like he knew this was coming and it happened and so I don't know uh, I I don't think he's going to be uh, t- necessarily out for any significant amount of time in fact he might just play week one but Dotson looked phenomenal and so did Sam Howell so did this Commanders team they got new ownership they're super excited I I I personally think that. The, Dodson's headed to the to the moon. I mean, we've got him on the movement list for a reason. But Dodson's going to be an unbelievable player this year. Dodson's going to be unreal. He's going to be potentially a top fifteen overall wide receiver. Um, going to be amazing. Ankle's bothersome, but nothing serious. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive, guys. We're going to hear we're going to hear about, or they're hiding that there's also an ankle injury. If you watch that play, his ankle was the concern for me. I I know his toe was. And that's another reason why I think his toe was already injured because it's not like you just da- you injure your toe necessarily on that play. It was his toe was already probably sore and vulnerable and the way his ankle was bent back just kind of pushed on the toe and that reaggravated it, which is why I think he showed the frustration of a reaggravation reaction. But his ankle's got to be a little bit bad too. It's got to be. It's got to be dots Do into work? the moon. Dots into the moon. To the moon. Do you, um Hate to celebrate that. I'm not I, celebrating. I, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh
3: no, I was just going to say I feel bad for him too because I want you know he's probably extra frustrated on top of it. Like, like you said, there's maybe something going on there, and on top of it, he's kind of wasted four years of his career with crap quarterbacks and dealing with that whole situation in Washington. And it's like he's finally in a good situation with another receiver there. You know, I know there's probably some competition between them, but, you know, another receiver to take some coverage off him and he's in Howell's playing well. And like, things are like last night, things like we're starting to come together for that team. And, you know, he's probably thinking like, right when it all comes together, this is going to happen to me, you know?
1: Yeah. It, it definitely, definitely unsure, you know, what was really going on. And, and again, in today's injury world, we don't hear the truth really anymore. And sometimes we don't hear things until things have happened And other times we, you know, were told things after the, like the the Najee Harris-Liz Frank injury, hearing that after the fact was so disappointing from a a news perspective, from a reporting perspective, from a a show perspective. It was like, you know, not being, not being given that information was so disappointing, you know, to, to have everybody out there drafting him. There's so many implications of. Of uh, sports betting and like things like that in today's world, it was crazy. It was crazy to hear about that after the fact. Here, here's another piece of news, guys. We got uh, Kenneth Walker. Uh, Pete Carroll said uh, that he's not concerned about Kenneth Walker's groin injury. He returned to practice. If you guys remember, um, and uh, Peter King resumed practice last week after sitting out the- with the groin injury. Should be fine for for the opening uh, opening day against the Rams. Walker's redraft ADP has slipped a bit. Uh, making him a solid running back two target. I love that he's like a solid running back two target. No one even considers him as a running back one. He's absolutely a total steal in 2023 fantasy football, and I'm just so excited for it. And this Peter King is, is a special guy. NBC Sports' Peter King said fantasy managers should really, really – Really careful. Be really careful with drafting B. John Robinson. <laughs> King said there's too many mouths to feed in Atlanta uh, for Robinson to pay off as a top 10 player off draft boards. Robinson displayed his power and elusiveness in his first preseason action. I love that people don't understand football. Sorry, Peter King, but you don't know ball. You just don't know ball. <laughs> Isn't Cordero Patterson out for weeks now, I think? Well, even if even if Cordero was in the mix, like he's not getting, like that's not, that's not a guy that's necessarily getting the running volume. He's probably going to be used and utilized in the receiving game more than anything if he is utilized. He's older, number two. And number three, the Falcons ran the freaking ball more than any team in the National Football League last year. They ran the ball 559 times. We don't want Bijan touching even close to half of that um, that carry level. Like, who here wants Bijan running for 300 carries? Nobody. They run the ball 559 times. It's just idiocy out there uh, regarding this whole all these mouths to feed. Be careful of Bijan. It's the Falcons. The Falcons are the number one rushing team in the National Football League. And when when and, and I love when you say I'd take Bijan over CMC and some goes... Over, over McCaffrey in that Niners offense. You know the way they run the ball. What about the the way the Falcons run the football? That offensive line is a top ten offensive line. The the way they run block is so underrated and it's so disrespectful when people say, "What about the line? What about the offense? What about the offense? What about the line? What are you talking about?" anybody that says the Falcons aren't a top one of the better offensive lines in terms of run blocking in the league, you could say top five. Top five, run, block, offensive line, and system in terms of running the football and architect in Arthur Smith in the National Football League. It's ridiculous to me. Let me get these Super Chats out of the way. Red, appreciate you. Matt, appreciate you. Nick dropping a $20 hauler. Alert. Super Chat alert.
0: One.
1: Nick dropping a 20 watt on screen. Nick says Smitty took your advice in a 10 team league. Let's see what advice he took in a 10 team league PPR keeper league and landed Lave, Ridley, Kelsey in the first three rounds. That's pretty awesome, bro. And then stack with running backs. Snag Mahomes. Wow. I'd love to know your running back stable, by the way. But Mahomes, Kelsey, Ridley, Alave. If you've got Pacheco and Kamara and Javante. Or better, you're gonna be in the money, bro. That's absolutely phenomenal. Nick dropping a super chat, five dollar holler on screen says the worst. The worst is being in a league with a bunch of no trading Noahs. Uh, had someone hold on to pits till he was out for the year, or I had you say had someone hold on to pits till he's out for the year. Awful. Well, at least he held on to him. But Nico, I hate that as well. You know, we've already traded a bunch in the Moonman and, or sorry, the Marsman League. The Moonman draft is tonight, by the way, so get ready for that. Uh, But we've already had a bunch of trades in the Marsman League. We've been trading like crazy. It's been great. Ryan, $10 hauler, moonshot. Oh, $10 haulers, get moonshots. Appreciate you, my man. Ryan says, Smitty, you the man have an auction draft today. Planned on going wide receivers at a decent price, like Alave, St. Brown. What running back should I target cheaper? Bijan or Gibbs? I mean, I try and get Bijan and Gibbs, but if if Bijan goes for like CMC levels, then maybe you do you do detour and go Gibbs and Walker, Gibbs and Hall, Gibbs, Hall, Pacheco, Gibbs, Camara, Hall, Gibbs, Swift. Like th- those guys would be a great stable to go along with. And I don't even know if I'd go after Chase or JJ. I'd rather just go get Ridley, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson. Alave, Christian Watson. JSN um, is your third or fourth wide receiver. Um, off of this news, you should be able to get them cheaply. Those are the kind of teams that I build in an auction. I'd much rather have Kenneth Walker and Gibbs and then have like Garrett Wilson, Alave, and Ridley in like a, a, a Fields. I'd take, I'd take a team like that in a millisecond. That's how I build my auction teams if I can because JJ and Chase... I'd rather just get Garrett Wilson. I just think there's such a difference. The, the, the running back money you'll have left over to throw at a running back, you would have spent 15, 20 bucks on anyway. Now you can take that, that money you would have spent on going from Garrett Wilson to JJ to turn that running back into a potential Gibbs. So give me Gibbs and Garrett Wilson over just JJ or Jamar Chase. You know, that's the way I, I would I would look at an auction. I uh, appreciate you, Ryan, for the super chat. Uh, we've got, uh, let's go back to, Tra- Travis, you have anything else? I'm probably not going to stay on too long. I wanted to get on here and do this breaking news piece. I got to get back to a few a few other uh, things here in the studio. Yeah,
4: I'll I'll get going, Smitty. This is uh, Ethan. Uh, th- uh, thanks a
1: lot. All right, later, Ethan. Appreciate you later. Travis, any final words uh, or anything for you know? We'll be back yeah, later. No, I was
3: just I was just gonna I was just gonna say if, if uh, for anyone who didn't notice it last night, if you want to just give them an update on that Throne League, maybe.
1: Oh yeah, we we took um we took uh Calvin Calvin Austin, um well, yeah I'll probably pro- pro- yeah I'll so. probably update everybody at the, at the end of it. We're at the end of that draft anyway, so yeah. um, I'll, I'll do some right, I'll yeah, do like yeah, a I'll recap off, to it. I'll
3: watch the rest uh, off the phone. All right,
1: appreciate me. you, Travis. Later. Um, anybody has one final thought or something they can call into the phone line real quick? But yeah, Bijan Robinson, Peter King says be careful, don't draft him in your top ten. Thanks, Peter. Why don't you leave the fantasy to us, Peter? We'll take care of it, you petrified Peter. <laughs> you petrified Peter King. Peter, you're a petrified Peter King. You hear me? You leave. Tell everybody. Tell everybody while we hit this button.
3: Hi, my name is B. John Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like scoring
1: Uh, G-R, why do I call you, why you call G-R, you're live?
4: Hey,
0: sweetie, how are you?
1: Yeah, what's your name, bro? Why do I have you in the system as G-R?
0: Because my name is difficult to pronounce, I'm Raghavan Ganesan, my G is my initial, so G. What, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 say your name one more time?
0: I am Raghavan Ganesan.
1: Bro, that's why I call you G-R, okay, I got it. (laughs) <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Big G?
0: <laughs> so um, I have the the keeper. Uh, it's been confirmed. So I'm staying with Nicholas, uh Javante, and uh, Isaiah Pichaco. So in 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 that order. So do you recommend me to go handcuff uh Pirine and Mekina? Um, because I have uh, two average RBs?
1: Uh, I, you know, I, I don't mind you handcuffing that situation down if that's like your your RB room and you've got nothing else. So you got Javante, you want P Ryan, you've got you said Pacheco. So you're wanting McKinnon. Is that is that basically what you're saying? Right, that's
0: correct.
1: Yeah, I, that's a smart move. I did it in the in the Marsman draft. I have only Pacheco and McKinnon and Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet. That's essentially my running back stable, and I feel pretty good about it. it makes you sleep well at night, <laughs> you know, because you you may be shaky there. In a way, to some people, but having that mm-hmm. cuff, you know, cuff down situation, certainly gives you a lot of flexibility to be like, okay, I'm not that worried, you know, about an injury to my running back room because I will have the replacement, and it's a pretty decent replacement. P. Ryan would do pretty well if he was shoved in there, and don't forget, P. Ryan was highly ranked, a lot of people sleeper running back when they thought Javante wasn't going to be ready for Week One. Now everybody's dropping him left and right. Um, So, yeah, smart move. What are your wide receivers, Big G, on your team? Um,
0: No, I I get to keep only three good players, so I decided to go with all running backs, so I have to
1: go draft some wide receivers. Okay. Uh, Good buy lows, Alave, uh, you know, obviously Garrett Wilson, but he's probably not going to be cheap. Alave, uh, Calvin Ridley's going to have a huge year. So go go get him, Big G. We have faith in you. Call back when you have some dilemmas uh, to go over, too. We'll, we'll help you out. But, okay. hey, if you want to hang tight real quick, if you have another question, think of it real quick. Um, 702 Caller, you're live. I'm going to put Big G on hold. 702 Caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Uh, Chris, uh, brought to you by Reebok Joe. I subscribed the other day. Chris, Chris brought to you by Reebok Joe. So Reebok Joe is, <laughs> is the, the, the awesome subscriber that I met in, in Vegas, and in he's been watching ever since I met him in Vegas. So – you said Chris? Okay, Chris, let me put yes, you sir. on here. And you're, are you in Las Vegas too? Yes, sir. Okay. Gotcha. All right. appreciate so appreciate is, you calling him, bro.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You do, by the way. You want to make sure I mention that also.
1: You what? What? i said thank
2: you for what you do
1: for oh, us as well. Heck yeah, bro. Best job in the world. What can I do for you, Chris?
2: So my question is, Jonathan Taylor's been given permission to seek a trade. Yes. So the question is, do you think if and when he gets traded, does his value go up or does his value go down? Or is it like where he's being drafted at right now?
1: So this is a great question. And we talked a little bit about it last night, but there's always room to rehash all this kind of stuff. So don't feel like it's a a wasted rehash it. Um, Plus things even digest differently for me a day later. So it's always good to go over it again. But I'd say in the case of Taylor, it's like you got a couple things going on here. A, he's injured. He Maybe he's not as injured as we thought. Maybe he's placating the Colts as they try and placate him, and we have no idea what the hell is really going on on either side. But right now he's injured. Um, so I don't even know that a deal gets done this close to the season. I know I know they the Colts maybe want to, but I kind of envision, and this is my guess, my educated guess, it could be completely off, but my guess is that Israel um, is saying like, hey, uh, let's make this thing look better. Let's clean up the optics here and let me grant him permission. But I'm literally not going to accept anything unless it's like blowing my, you know, my my door down and, and the team is that's offering is giving me like more than the Christian McCaffrey or at least the Christian McCaffrey offer, which I don't know that, that a team's going to offer for an injured running back. So in order for him to get traded, he has to be healthy. And maybe he is. Maybe this is, like I said, something to where he's playing this injury up. But it looked like he had a back injury. Looked like he still had a bothersome ankle. That's been bothering him since the, the, the midseason. And, and and to be bothered by it still at this point is very concerning in terms of your ability to weather a whole other season ahead of heavy workload. So I think we just need to like stop there and just recognize that a trade is not a lock at all because we don't know if Israel is really even wanting to trade them. You know, it could just be the optics of it. But let's say a trade does go down, if a team's willing to pay a running back, which is so rare in today's NFL, and give up draft capital on top of it, which sounds like too good to be true, to find a team that actually wants to pay an RB. Because he wants to get paid and to do this trade, they're going to have to work out some long-term deal in order for this to even make sense because no team is going to want to trade for a disgruntled running back that doesn't really necessarily want to play. And so they're they're going to want to work out a long-term deal. So to find a team that is willing to pay a running back and also willing to give up first-round draft capital to get the opportunity to pay a running back is very, very tough to imagine. We went over some of the options and teams that could be in play and I don't think a bad team or a bad situation is gonna enter the equation because any if there is a team and it only takes one dancing partner like I said last night to go to the ball and, and if a team is gonna actually front that that draft capital and pay their the running back Jonathan Taylor a ton of money then they're probably gonna they're probably gonna have a desperate need for him So I don't know that there's a bad landing spot that could wiggle its way into this situation. A couple came to mind. Like one guy asked this question on on Instagram, and, and it's like, could KC be a situation where we think it's the best situation, but it's so crowded there, and maybe it takes a while for JT to even learn the playbook? It's a complicated system. And maybe he doesn't get overutilized like we think. That could be a scenario where we think it's great and it maybe is kind of one of those really spotty situations. It seems like it would be great, but... I don't think Casey's interested, though, but we'll have to see. Um, we, I mean, we went through all the landing spots. There weren't any that that popped out that I felt like... Let me see if I can, I can put them up on screen here. Here are all the landing spots we came up with yesterday. Let me see if I can put them all on the screen here. So we had... Uh, we had the Vikings, we had the Bills, we had the Ravens, we had the Cardinals, the Bears, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Dolphins. I think that was all of them. And the Chiefs. I think that was all of the landing spots that we came up with. Of these landing spots, I mean, they're all, there's all, there's intrigue with all of them. You know, you could say the Chargers landing spot, which is probably not likely. I think would be amazing for the Chargers. Could be too crowded. You could say the Eagles with DeAndre Swift, they already traded for DeAndre Swift. I doubt they, they make another trade for an RB, but that would be a crowded room. The Dolphins would probably be the most ideal. The Bears would be pretty darn good, especially if they traded for him and paid him. They would use him. The Cardinals would be very interesting for the long term. I don't know about this year, though. That could be kind of shaky. But if they got Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. and had JT, can you imagine? The Ravens are are interesting, but they're, they've been a running back by committee for years. It's a new Todd Munkin system, so maybe they wouldn't necessarily share carries if they acquired and paid a running back. Vikings, they've toyed around with different things this offseason. I don't think they go that direction. The Bills, they don't tend to use running backs the way we think they would. And don't you think these teams... Here, here's my last point, uh, Chris, and then you'll let, I'll let you kind of give me your thoughts I think a team, right, if any of these teams were really interested in an RB, they would have went after Cook, who would have been rather cheap for one year and didn't cost draft capital. Why didn't these teams go after Dalvin Cook? You know? Right. I think, in a way, it just kind
2: of seems like a uh, save face type of thing with the Colts organization. Agreed. Um, From a PR standpoint, like, hey, we gave him permission. We couldn't find a trading partner and then we'll just continue to, you know, through the season that way. I think it could be you know, just a matter of that as well.
1: Yeah, I, 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 that's what I was saying. Ursi, I think, is trying to fix the optics, placate the situation, and just say, he probably was in a boardroom, bro, and said, okay, fine, you guys think I should have, you know, Bob, Steve, you know, he's getting questioned by people. You think I should have, you know, allowed him to seek a trade? Let's give him three weeks to do it, which is an impossible task. And let's also say that we'll do a trade if the trade comes along that we love and it's not going to come along, so therefore he's not going to trade him. I don't know. I'm not saying it won't happen. Uh, Hector says the Rams, they've got too much invested in acres at this point. I don't think the Rams go ahead and get JT, not to mention that that feels like a, a move that only a team that can win, and maybe they think they can win, I guess. Every team thinks they can win. I don't think the Rams get involved, but maybe you never know. Cam Cam, I think they believe in Cam Akers enough to give him one more try. So yeah. I don't know. I just think I think other, messing yeah, around. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead.
2: I was going to say the other quick thought was going back to the JSN situation up in Seattle. Um, I'm sure you've been you know watching their preseason and stuff, but going back to what you said about Pete Carroll. You know, being a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what they've been doing with this kid, Bobo? Preseason, like he's having a
1: really good preseason. Bobo, what, what's his, what's his, what's his name? Bobo, what? He's, he's a, his last name is Bobo. He's a receiver, but yeah. he's been
2: he's been. I think I have seen uh, a little bit. Goes back it. to what you said as far as the play calling. You know, they got this kid named Bobo, which I hadn't heard of to be honest, but he's having season so the play calling and, and stuff is there it's just a matter of getting the guys on the field what's his first name first name
1: i'm not sure the
2: last name is just b-o-b-o I mean, let me pull, but he's pull, been pull. having a decent preseason for
1: them yeah i'll, I'll look it up i haven't I'll be honest i haven't paid much attention to him but uh it's breacher yeah, just, walker I was tying that walker. into
2: what you said about the play calling yeah. Carroll? i mean Pete Carroll's Carole, a little master he doesn't master normally right, run those
1: receiver sets He's a little mastermind, bro. Is JSN droppable and redraft? <laughs> Wendingo. I think Wendingo's is just trying to push buttons. I think <laughs> Wendingo, come on, bro. He's <laughs> trying. You're trying but, to get uh, me to hit the, the 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 ramp button or something, aren't you, Wendingo? I know you, bro. I can see through you. Okay, hold on. Here's a report from Adam Schefter. This just came in on uh, on uh, JSN. So let me just—I haven't even read it yet. Let me just put it on the screen real quick. I think it's just a surgery update or what's going on with it. Uh, sometimes Schefter will will report one thing and then just kind of re-report it. So let's just see if that's what he's doing here. This is from Adam Schefter just literally uh, like five seconds ago. More about Seahawks rookie receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba having surgery today to repair a broken bone in his wrist, but still possibly ready for the start of the regular season. Yeah, this is just his, his catching up on his article on ESPN trying to promote it. Same thing. Um, all right, hey, uh, Chris, appreciate you calling in. Great questions. Jonathan Taylor, we'll see what happens. Certainly, it, it, like, here's the other thing, though, we talked about last night, is this news is going to vault him into the second round again, where he was kind of dipping into the 2-3 the turn. And I, I'm not taking him anywhere in round two. I'd rather have Jameer Gibbs over Taylor, and Gibbs is going at the top of three mid-third. And some people think that's too high, which is fantastic news. Uh, I'd rather have Olave. I'd rather have obviously Garrett Wilson and and St Brown. I'd probably rather go early quarterback Jalen Hurts at the end of round 2 or top of round 3 than go Taylor. That's when I shift and go early quarterback. I go early quarterback like Hurts or Mahomes when I'm sitting there at the dra- on the draft board and and looking at players that I just don't like, you know. When you say to yourself, "Oh, who do I go here?" "Oh, I guess I'll just take I'll take Taylor." That's when I go with the player that could outscore everybody in, in the entire fantasy football world and Hurts or Mahomes. Right. That's what. That's when I, I shift and say, this is the time where I go quarterback early, like super early. I love Fields and Burrow in three, four, five. That's my more preferable strategy. But when Taylor's the best option in this late second round, no way. I, I go Jameer Gibbs at 3.1 over Taylor all day long. And dare I say, give me a wide receiver like Calvin Ridley over JT, and then I'll take Walker around four or five. And I saw that question earlier, uh, Brees Hall or Walker at the three, four turn. It's not, Brees Hall's going around four, five. Walker is going ahead of him, so make sure you take advantage of Brees Hall going late. All right, anything else, Chris? Thank you. Uh,
2: nope, that's it. And again,
1: you know, thank you again for what you do, Smitty. And uh, you stay blessed, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Keep calling in. I, appreciate, I got you in the system here. So, call in, and we'll we'll talk more later. later. Yeah, Smitty. Before hey, I hey, drop, yeah, Big G, big, big G, go ahead.
0: Yeah, last question is on Gino Smith. Do you think he's going to repeat? I saw him top five in twenty twenty two performance. Do you think he's going to repeat?
1: Uh, Gino, I, I, look, he's got the weapons, Big G. He's got the weapons, but I, I certainly can't rank him in my top five. No, not not at all, not okay. close. Because I've got Fields, sure. I got Burrow, I, I got I got bigger fish to fry, Big G. But is he underrated? Tila. Absolutely. But Tila or Gino, huh? Tila or Gino? Tila. Tila. Okay. He could be a thirty-eight touchdown guy this year. Gino is going to have a good year. And if you get like, you know, screwed at running back, I'm sorry, quarterback and, and Geno's there. I don't hate it, but he's certainly outside my top seven, but capable of being like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 overall. Like I, I get, I get it. But would I even draft, I draft T-Law, I draft Lamar, I draft Herbert. And so you're talking about like being well outside of my top eight, but doesn't mean that that's not, dis- it's disrespectful to him. I agree, you know, but it just, I have no room for him. I can't find him. I just can't find them. Cool. Thank you. All right, Big G, call on any I appreciate you, man. Cool. Thanks for everything you do. Yeah. Uh, Big G, appreciate that guy. Uh, Wendingo, hopefully you're joking. I think you are. Vampses, have you seen the Bichon mustard commercial? No, but I need to create one for us. You know, we've got the Charbonnet one.
4: Get Charbonnet. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet.
1: We need to have a Bichon mustard. We also got the Dog milk. Law Dog Milk for
2: mains on sale this season. Soak your main and win a league.
1: Law Dog Milk. Appreciate every single one of you. Punch that thumb up button on the on the way out the door. And I got some super chats I got to get to. I'm so sorry about this. Super chats. Uh, we have uh, Bryson dropping a $10 hauler. Bryson to the absolute moon. moon. Bryson, are you still here? Bryson says this. 10-man PPR, redraft, two flex, one QB. Tila Tua. Um, One QB though, okay, good. Tila, Walker, Charbonnet, Stevenson, JK, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, great running crew, and I'd trade JK on the high. Let's cook up a JK trade in a second. Garrett Wilson Olave London. Fantastic trio. Love Tony as your fourth wide receiver. And Hawkinson. Let's get rid of Pittman and JK for one player. Let's get rid of Hawkinson and JK for Kenneth Walker. Or oh, I'm sorry, not Kenneth Walker. For uh for you got Walker. Walker, Charbonnet, Stevenson, Dobbins. Let's get rid of let's trade Stevenson and Pittman for Gibbs. Let's trade J.K. and Hawkinson for Gibbs. Let's bring in a a, a Conquo and Kincaid combination. I kind of have a feeling this league has Kincaid in a 10-man. I bet Kincaid's out there on waivers. I'm using that Hawkinson value to upgrade J.K. into Jameer Gibbs, into Bijan, into uh, a player like that, into Tony Pollard. Use Pittman and J.K. to upgrade into a Calvin Ridley or something like that, or whatever. Uh, use, use that to upgrade T-Law into fields. Give Pittman away. Give JK away to turn T-Law into fields. Those are just a number of different things I'd be dropping if this was my team. Garrett dropping a $2 hauler. You streaming the Moon Man League tonight? Absolutely, Garrett. What do I look like, an a-hole? <laughs> of course we're streaming the Moon Man Draft tonight. And we'll see you there, Garrett. Appreciate you. Garrett has the highest... A uh, single super chat in a single live stream. By the way, drop that eggplant and and gorilla emoji, which is the mo- emoji he chose. And if anybody beats out Garrett's six hundred dollar super chat in a single live stream, I will make your avatar, your YouTube avatar, uh, an emoji that everybody can drop, and you will own that until somebody ends up bumping you off. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get these other super chats down. Uh, L L says this, B-man, B-Man, appreciate you. B-Man says ETN for one year or James Cook for two years. ETN, easy for me, easy, ETN. I'm not a big believer in James Cook. I think he's good. I think he's okay. I still know he'll be utilized. Uh, L says, hey, Smitty, just sent you a message on the text line off air. Uh, let me know if you will be uh, uh, available for my request. Okay, I'll take a look at it. Thank you, L. Appreciate you dropping the super chat. Thank you so much. I will take a look at it. I assume you mean the text line, not this phone line, because you can't text that. I assume you mean the text line. Okay. I'll get to it. Chris M44 with a $20 super chat dropping fire on the on the show. Alert.
0: Super chat alert. $20 super chat.
2: $20
3: super chat.
1: Beast. Chris is a beast. ESPN draft took Cup over CMC at five and went with zero RB. 10-man, full PPR. How did my team turn out? Fields, Walker, Madison Cup, Diggs, Andrews, Alave. Bench, James Cook, Pacheco, Herbert, Charbonnet, Addison, Gabe Davis. So, uh, let's see. Fields, Walker, Madison. Cup, Diggs, Andrews, Alave. Absolute fire. I'd probably say Pacheco... Make sure you get McKinnon, bro. You have to have McKinnon. If McKinnon got scooped up, that was a little bit of a misstep there because the Pacheco-McKinnon combo is so safe. Khalil Herbert's very, very nice. If this was me, I would try and upgrade Madison. I mean, it's a really good team other than that, that spot, which Pacheco could fill. Herbert could fill. James Cook could fill. Uh... Man, I don't know who you'd even go after for Madison, like a, a Matt, like Madison for. Yeah, I don't I don't I think you're OK. I mean, you're OK. I just try I'd try and upgrade that into a, you know, if you could get rid of a couple guys like James Cook. Um, Addison's not going to get you anything right now. James Cook and Madison for, like, one slightly better RB. That's the only thing I can think of right here because I don't want you really trading those other guys. You have a really, really nice squad. That's a really good team, bro. You did you did a good job. I'm just not super high on Madison right now. It feels like fool's gold to me. But not saying to give them away, but, like, even a Camara. You know, I'd rather a Camara. You could put Pacheco in your lineup right away. You could put James Cook in your lineup right away. You've got some options. Khalil Herbert in your lineup right away. Trade Madison for 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 a, a suspended Alvin Kamara and then have that potential like running back one that could come in there. Brees Hall probably goes around Madison now. Yeah, Brees Hall would be a fantastic snag. Madison and James Cook for Brees Hall. I would do that in a millisecond. That would be the best, I think, thing you could do. I got JT in the seventh round in my eight-man league. What in the heck? What are you talking about? JT in the seventh round? You're playing with a bunch of corpses, bro. You're over at the morgue right now uh, dealing cards to a bunch of people that aren't moving. There's no way. There's no way. All right. I appreciate all of you. I will see you all later. Don't forget, we have the 8 p.m. show later unless news breaks. Um, I will see you all later. Appreciate every single one of you. I'm live every Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Matt, thank you for the super chat. First super chat of the day. That's my guy, Matt. Matt was the first super chat of the day. Up, 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 up. Two super chats. Three super chats coming in hot right at the end here. Daniel dropping a $20 wad. Craig dropping a $5 and Kevin dropping a $2. We aren't going anywhere just yet. We aren't going anywhere just yet. $20 hauler alert. Thank you. Uh thank you, Daniel. Alert.
0: Super chat alert. $20, super chat. $20, super chat. $20, super chat.
1: Daniel dropping a fire. Daniel says Chase or Bijan at number three. Uh, this is the, the toughest question that I get asked every single day. And the answer doesn't really change too much. If it's two running back, two wide receiver, give me Bijan. I'll roll the dice. Call me names. Call me whatever you want. Uh, if it's three wide receiver PPR, I'd probably go Jamar Chase. But I'm, I'm very tempted to go Bijan, but I'd probably go Jamar Chase. You want to go JJ? I'm fine with that, too. Either wide receiver for me. If it's two wide receiver, two running back, I go Bijan. If it's three wide receiver, I go Jamar Chase. But that's me, Daniel. It's a great question. And every time I hesitate, it's not like I have an easy time answering it. I change all the time. Kevin, with a super chat redraft trade, I got Pollard Hopkins for Brees and Dotson. As much as I love Brees Hall... I would take the the Pollard Hopkins side. That's a really really good trade. Nice job, bro. You got to be objective. Even though I love Brees Hall, he's a value, a buy low. Who, who you know? Who cares if he's slow starting a week one or two or three? But that trade you got to do. That was a f- fantastic trade, bro. Twelve uh, man keeper Barkley Alave Metcalf pick one point oh two. Do you like Andrews Gibbs Higgins more? Assuming Bijan goes number one. Pick number two. Do I like Andrews Gibbs? Higgins, more, assuming Bijan goes number one. Keepers are Barkley, Olave, Metcalf. Pick number two. Do I like Andrews? Okay, so all those guys are off the board. Bijan's number one. The best possible players left after that are Andrews, Gibbs, Higgins. It would be Gibbs for me. I like Andrews a lot. If it's like a tight end premium, I consider Andrews. But give me Gibbs... You'll have Barkley, Gibbs, Alave, Metcalf. That'll be a very strong beginning. But I like Gibbs by far, unless this is tight end premium, which would only make it even, Gibbs and Andrews. By far, I like Gibbs as the the top option of these three. You didn't give me much other than three names, but Gibbs is the guy I'm taking, bro. He's going to dominate. Let's see here. Here's Ian Rappaport. Good news out of the MRI. Sources say there's optimism for week one with Terry McLaurin. More day-to-day. Terry McLaurin is believed to be dealing with a toe sprain based on the initial diagnosis. Sources say the injury is from last night's game, also known as turf toe. It is not thought to be overly serious, but we'll have an MRI today. And so the MRI is out. The good news is the MRI sources say that there's optimism for week one. Um, Or maybe the MRI results are... Not out based on the way that this, this is worded. Let me put it on screen real quick. But uh, that's good news. I still think we're going to hear that there's a little bit of an ankle issue too. Because his ankle is bent back pretty pretty significantly. Although it doesn't mean that it, it, anything happened to it. But good news out of the MRI. Sources say there is optimism for week one. So it sounds like, sounds like the MRI is back. Yeah, scans show no major injury. Okay. Scans are back. No one's wishing injury upon McLaurin at all. We're very big Dotson believers and truthers, but we, we don't want McLaurin out. Uh, I'm not wishing that. And not to mention that no McLaurin might mean defensive attention going Dotson's way. So McLaurin, honestly, we want McLaurin out there at the end of the day, no matter what, but we want him out there for Dotson's success anyway. Craig, appreciate your super chat. I think that's all she wrote on the super chat front. If there are more, I will answer them. If you super chat too late or something like that, just... Put a, a comment in the YouTube comments of the video when it starts out with zero comments after the video posts and say, Smitty, you missed my super chat and I'll take care of you. I will take care of you. DPP says, Is the round two, three swing too early to select Gibson Ridley? Not if you like winning, DPP. Not if you like to win football, baby. You've just been Smitty approved love gibson ridley at the two three turn it's one of my favorite combos right now one of my favorite absolute monster combos appreciate you punch that like button says blackbeard appreciate you being here thank you travis rowe blackbeard all my moderators d town appreciate you being here craig appreciate you and your support my guy thomas appreciate you dpp appreciate you thank you for the final super chats here kevin uh kevin drop on one Daniel and Craig coming in hot at the last second and Chris M4 dropping that $20 wad at the at the end there. I'll see you guys all later today. Uh Chris says I missed his super chat. I did not, Chris. I did not. I'll I'll repeat it for you, Chris, but I did not. I did not miss it, Chris. I was here for it. I read it out loud. I went over this bad boy like a a uh, like a like five-paragraph essay, Chris. I went over this. I kept it on screen. I remember staring at this car for like three minutes straight, Chris. But I'm going to take care of you because you are a monster. Let's read it one more time, Chris. Uh, thank you, Stefan, for subscribing to the channel. Chris, what I said was your team was very, very good. I think. Um, I think the only thing I would look to do is like a Madison, and potentially James Cook, Madison, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean James Cook, Madison. I, I just wonder if you could get like a Brees Hall somehow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mod squad, help a brother out. Smitty missed my $20 holler. I did not, Chris. Not only am I going over it again right this very second, but I sat on it for three, four minutes and talked about it. Chris, I took care of you, pal. I th- I think you get, try and get Brees Hall using Madison. I don't know who you passed on to get Madison, but Madison is the only part I don't like on this team. I love everything else. I think it's fantastic. I think Herbert Pacheco are very good pieces. They could go into that spot, that Madison spot. I- I'm not saying you got to trade Madison. I just wonder if you could. I just wonder if you could take Madison and flip him. go poking around at guys like uh, I don't know Madison. Go to go to a running back needy team and say I'll give you Madison and Cook for even even if it was a uh, a potential. Let's see here. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just go after an RB. I go after an RB. Smitty, you missed my twenty dollar hauler. Good lord, Chris. Good Lord, Chris. Is Chris even watching? Chris might be like 10 minutes behind or something. You know, part of me wonders if Chris super chatted and he's like literally like 10 or 15 minutes behind. Chris, I've been over your super chat thoroughly before, but I'm going over it thoroughly again right now. Are you watching, Chris? Chris, are you there? Oh, boy. Why are people down on Madison? I don't know. He just feels like fool's gold. I would just... I love this team, Chris. I love it. It's a fantastic team. I don't know if Chris is watching. I don't think he is. And I don't think he's trolling. He's hes dropping $20 Super Chats. Most most people don't troll with a $20 holler. But Chris, I would just have to say... um, What what other... Guys, let's throw out some ideas. What other player could he go after using James Cook and Madison? Madison. Like, what kind of even-steven swap, fair market value-wise, would be a really crafty move for him. Let's let's check it out. Let's go look at the ADP of Madison. And let's see if we can cook up a couple running back swaps for him. So, Alexander Madison on the ADP rank. Um, where's Chris at? Smitty, <laughs> you missed my super chats. Smitty! Chris, where are you? He's got an ADP of right below Walker. He's one spot below Walker. I still don't see Chris responding. So his team right now is Walker. Um, I wonder if you could get Damian Pierce using both of them, Chris. I wonder if you could throw Cook and Madison together to get a player that's ranked below Madison on ADP rankings. I, I have a feeling you could pull that off, right? So Javante. Go give me Javante, Chris. Trade Madison and Cook for Javante, or trade Madison alone. Try not to give Cook up. Try and do Madison alone for a player ranked below. Uh, Madison alone, straight up for a player ranked below him that you like better, because then you should be able to work it out. I don't think uh, Yeah, Najee would be good. Cook and Madison for Naji for Etn for Damian Pierce. Uh, you could do Nas, uh, Madison straight up for Pierce. Madison straight up for Javante. Madison straight up for Kamara. And then shove Pacheco into your lineup. I don't think Chris is here. I don't think Chris. I literally spent about three or four minutes earlier on Chris's super chat. Which is fine. I mean, I'm not complaining. He dropped a $20 holler. But now I'm spending another 10 minutes or so at the end of the show. And he's not even here to see it. He, he just, I don't know where he is. KB. KB82 says, Smitty, where do you see Judy ranking among wide receivers in PPR? I I mean, if he stays healthy, he could be a really strong wide receiver three uh, slash uh, like low end two. But I don't know that he stays healthy. Is Chris even? Chris, are you seeing me talk about your super chat? I have been. Are you behind on the stream, Chris? Craig, appreciate you. So anyway, Chris, I, I've done my I've done my best. I don't know where you are, but certainly would trade Madison straight up for Javante, Madison straight up for Kamara, Madison straight up for Damian Pierce, Madison and Cook for um, Brees Hall, Madison and Cook for Najee Harris, Madison and Cook for Travis Etienne, Madison and Cook for Jameer Gibbs. Let's do it live, okay? Alright, I think that's it. Oh, this is Chris says I guess I was behind. Okay. Chris, if you want to call in real quick, the phone line's on the screen. This is for you only, Chris. Call in real quick and let me let me yell at you real quick and then we'll We'll get through it. If you want you don't have to. Bryson says, Smitty, keep having someone want a running back for my team. For Devontae Smith out of my team, who would you trade? That is in my favor. Did you drop your team earlier or something? You got to remember. I don't remember everything, Bryson. I think this is it right here. Okay. So here's your team from earlier. So you're saying I have someone that wants a running back for my team for Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. I could get rid of easily get rid of JK Dobbins and Pittman JK Dobbins and Tony, um, that's, that should be good enough to get Devontae Smith. To be honest, and if if I had to get rid of Hawkinson, like let's say a and Kincaid were out there, then I would trade Hawkinson for Devontae Smith, personally. Unless it's a tight end premium, which I don't think you alluded to, I could do that. But I'd rather I'd rather keep Hawkinson and give up J.K. and Pittman. J.K. I give up J.K. Pittman and Kadarius Tony for Devontae Smith in this 10 man league where you can go out and get a whole bunch of bench guys and throw or, or waiver guys and throw them on your bench. There's probably guys on the waiver wire that you love right now that you can't pick up. Uh, okay. Chris, I waited for you. I wanted you to call in, but my, my advice stands. Okay, Chris, I think you've heard me clearly. I've given you like 20 minutes of content, <laughs> even though you didn't think I gave you even one minute, but I would say, bro, Camara, Pierce, Javante, Brees Hall, Gibbs, using Cook and Madison. Go make some offers. See you all later. Thank you, Bryson, for the super chat. Thank you, Chris, for the super chat. Thank you, Bryson, for the super chat. KB82, thank you for the super chat. Chris, appreciate you. DPP, appreciate you. Kevin, Daniel, Craig for the Super Chat. The $20 holler from Chris and Thank you, Kevin. Uh, L, appreciate you. B-Man, Garrett, Bryson, Ryan, Nico, Nick. Appreciate you, Nick, for the $20 holler. Red, thank you for the $20 holler, Red. Matt, appreciate the the first super chat of the day. See you guys all at 8 p.m. or sooner because your boy goes live whenever news breaks, 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. See you at 8 p.m. Later.